This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine, coming to you from Chicago for our podcast that we're calling Off the Cuff. It's a conversation with CEOs around the industry here to find out what's going on in their world and in ours during this time in mid-April. Today, we're joined by Regis Saragosti, who's CEO of Santa Flo North America. Santa Flo is a manufacturer of an above-floor plumbing solution, offering a complete range of macerating and grinding pump systems for both residential and commercial applications. The company headquarters and manufacturing facility is located in France and on the cutting edge of innovation. As their tagline states, smarter, faster, cleaner, Santa Flo makes it simple. Thank you for joining us today for Off the Cuff Series, Regis. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Having me today. Thank you. So Regis, let's start by, you know, let's start with what happened at the beginning of the year. Can you tell me what was business like when we started 2020? Well, 2020 was absolutely looking uh, pretty good <laughs> for us. We had a very, very, very strong 2019. 2020 in January, February was okay, I would say. But then, surprisingly, March has been our best month ever, our entire history in North America. Wow. It's a very weird situation. happens pretty often. And there is different factor to that. We are, as you said in your introduction, a very innovative company. So we are a little bit different, I would say, as a product. <laughs> so 2020 started out great. And then March hit and you were doing off the charts fantastic. And yeah, then, absolutely. And then all of a sudden, the pandemic hit that none of us could have ever yeah. thought about that we'd find ourselves in this situation now. So what changes were implemented within Santa Flow to keep the business up and running? Well, the, the first thing that was a kind of advantage for us, we are a worldwide company. This pandemic started in China. We already had the information from our subsidiary about what's going on and how do we change our doing business to adapt to this very unusual situation. So operation start, as everybody knows, in China. So we had information from our office over there. And then when this situation moved to Europe, we have another set of information for us in North America to be more prepared. And that's probably the reason why our, our month in March was so good, because the pandemic was not in North America yet, but also because we we're already prepared from our subsidiaries in the rest of the world of like, what did you guys do? How did you handle that? What was, what was the plan, et cetera, et cetera. So we were pretty well prepared for that, I'd say. Well, you know, from the other companies that I've talked to for this off the cuff series, they were not in a situation like yours where it is a worldwide company. So you were able to glean information in advance here to see, you know, how it might might hit the North American market. Yeah, exactly. And and, and also what is important, our our IT department, for example, that has been crucial during this period of time because of course everybody's working from home and all the connectivity and all these tools are very important. So we also had these two months of preparation for our IT department to be ready for the rest of the world and to give us the opportunity to keep working at home like if we were in office, which is also very important. Is the company still manufacturing at the same capacity as it was before? Well, no, we, we had to reduce our capacity of production. Number one, first, because of a lack of demand, first in China and then in Europe. So because, as you know, we are producing every single piece of our macerators in France, in pretty hard uh, with the COVID-19 as well. So we had, of course, to adapt and to reduce our, our production in order to keep our employees safe. Really, for us, 
what is the most important right now is how do we keep our employees safe and try to maintain the same level of service for our customers. That's really our two key priorities right there. And, and those are the exact two questions that I have for you. And the first one is, how are you supporting your employees in the workforce during this time? Yeah, so for me, it's, uh, and I repeat it, it's crucial. Your employees are your best assets and you need to take care of them first, okay? Because care of your employees, uh, they will take care of your customers. I know that someone famous said that at one point. So first of all, we adapted our, our hours at the office in order to, to, to respect the, the distancing. So we have a two team of people working alternatively. Second, we are also extremely flexible in the, in the schedule. So for example, we are closing our office one or two days a week just to give a break to our employees. So to be able to maintain the current business. So it's, it's mostly being like, yes, the activity is going to slow down in April. So we, we give this freedom to our employees to be at the office from home and to really be doing what they're doing when it's essential. So it's, it's, it's an, it's a combination of you work from home, you come to the office, you take a break. Vacation. It's really to be very flexible as the job is done. As I said to everybody, if we can do the job in three hours, we don't need to be at the office for eight hours. That's fine. You do the job in hours and you How are you supporting your customer? I know that the first couple months of the year here, you know, I, I call it being on tour and I've seen you at all of the buying group meetings along with several of your employees and, and there's mm-hmm. connecting that way to your customers. But how are you supporting them now during this pandemic to make sure that they have what they need and that they're able to be in touch with you and the team? So first of all, we have inventory, which is what is very important for our customers so they can purchase and sell we have a lot of tools, again, electronic training and all these type of tools that give us an opportunity to constantly be in touch with our customers and to keep training people, to keep sharing information, e-blast and video conference and all these type of stuff to stay in contact with our customers during this difficult time is to say we are here, we are all in the same boat in this very difficult situation, but we're going to get out of that. At one point, we're going to get out of that and we will be ready for the new world, which I called, but again, providing a service that is exactly the same for our customers, that could be shipping products, after-sales question, invoice question, payment question, all of that is maintained at the same level that it was before. So there is no interruption for our customers. Right now, it's literally no interruption. I heard you mention ordering on the internet. Have you seen a bigger uptick in that over the last, I'm going to say, five to six weeks? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, it's actually interesting because it started probably in Europe, actually, when I was talking to some of my friends in Europe and they start to be quarantined in Europe before we were quarantined in the United States and talking to multiple friends and colleagues and everybody was telling me, oh, you know, since we're going to be quarantined for weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. It's going to be a great time for us to do our remodeling jobs in the house. Mm-hmm. Notice at the same time, a dramatic increase in our business on the retail and online sales. So almost like people getting ready to be stuck at home and being like, hey, you know what? Since I'm going to be here for two, three, four weeks, I better finish this project that I've never finished before because I didn't have time, because I was traveling, because I was working, because I was busy. And that gives opportunity for people to finalize some project, in my opinion, and we are the perfect company and the perfect product for this kind of project. So, yes, the retail and online sales has been booming in the last four or five, six months. 
Well, that's really good to hear. I can tell you from personal experience, I was at the hardware store this past weekend to finish up a home project of painting. And I was talking to the the gentleman who said they've never been busier. So you're right. Everyone is doing those home improvement projects, which, you know, it's a good thing, especially for our industry here, too. No, absolutely. And, and, and also, you know, the, the main difference between Saniflow and, and the rest of the industry, I would say we are kind of like an outsider because we have a very innovative product that was invented in Europe. But people also quickly understand that this product is perfect for their remodeling project. They can with themselves, they can call one of our preferred installers. They can it's a product that can help you to finalize a project pretty quickly and efficiently. So this period of time when a lot of people are going to get stuck home and doing various projects, I think we'll be a good partner. Well, that goes back to your tagline, Regis, of smarter, faster, cleaner. <laughs> Santa Flow makes it simple. Question for you, just to go back a, a little bit here. Does the company have a business continuity plan? And if so, are you sticking with it? Or did you have to adjust it for what we are going through now, which is completely unprecedented? Yeah, I mean, uh, it would be a lie to say we forecasted that because I don't think that anybody in the world forecasted that. We were all, all of us were forecasting a slowdown in the economy in 2020, 2021, maybe a crash, but nobody knew exactly what would be the reason of this crash. And actually, we found out in the last couple of weeks that this is a virus. So we were prepared as a group, as a worldwide company for any type of weird business situation. This one is a little bit above anything that we could have forecasted. But again, due to the size of the group, due to our worldwide company, we have a plan. The plan is, again, to keep our employees safe, to be able to keep producing. Again, it's, it comes as well from the fact that due to our worldwide business, we have also this capacity to, to have multiple suppliers in different parts of the world that can be mostly in France, some supplier in China, some supplier in other, other European countries. But we have a very strong relation with this supplier and so we were able to tackle this situation and to, to maintain the level of inventory, to maintain the level of production. I have two questions left for you here. And one of them is, you know, what's the biggest issue that you are dealing with right now? And I can say as an example, others had said, and, and you had referenced it, IT, getting all of your employees up and running at home with laptops and yep. computers and things like that. Right now, what's the biggest issue that you're dealing with and how are you addressing it? I would say for us right now, the biggest issue is uncertainty. We, we don't know and nobody knows what is going to happen. With, in my position and as everybody's CEOs in the world, our job forecast, our job is to think two, three, four years ahead from now. And that put me in a very difficult situation right now because we have some information and there is some, there are some information that we don't have. So the, for me, the main difficulties is to be like, okay, we are ready. We are tackling this. We are ready for what happened next. Very hard to don't have the information about when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. So we have different plans. We forecasted all together working on being like, okay, it can be like this. It can be like that. It can be like this. But the, the lack of information in the world where today information is what we have as the most important source today is very frustrating. Because we are facing a situation where everything we have is not to give us information about what's going to happen in the next four, five, or six. 
So it's a little bit like we have like three plans. I would say plan E, B, and C, which is worst case scenario, bad scenario, and normal case scenario, I would say. And then every single day, we touch with, of course, our head office in France, our factory, our reps, our, our sales team to just figure out where we are based on the plan A, B, and C, and where do you think it's going to go? It's actually very frustrating to not be able to obtain data as the right source of information to take a decision. That's the frustrating. Well, the on the flip side, though, the good part is you do have a plan A, B, or C, and you already uh-huh. and 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 you know wherever the road may take us that you have a, a plan for it, and that makes you farther ahead of the game. No, no, absolutely, and you know, and one of the things that we are happy to be able to help fighting this uh, COVID nineteen, as you know, a lot of uh, temporary hospital are being built right now, and every time you build something like that, most of the time you have no funding available, and so we are able to provide a very quick and inexpensive solution to these people to build their emergency hospital everywhere in the world. It's not just in North America. We also have projects everywhere else in the world, and we help this community and the governments to build its hospital in a very fast way and expensive as well. So that's our little participation to try to help. That's fantastic. I want to end this kind of on a personal note. This is my last question for you. You know, Can you share with me any tips on how you remain productive in your new work environment? Well, uh, for someone like me, the people who knows who know me, it's uh, very difficult because I'm a very active person. <laughs> exactly. And being, uh, being stuck at home for a couple of weeks is not the perfect scenario. But we learned during this time that you could think it's the only time we have for once in our business life to stop, to stop and to analyze and to think and to take a look on how we are doing business. And how the fact to not being traveling, to not being visiting customers, to not being in touch with the people like you were being in touch with them in the past, to reinvent yourself and to be better and to work on some stuff that you had no time in the past to work on. So for me, you know what? It's not a dead time. It's a different time. But during this time, we're going to work so hard that when things get better, and hopefully it's going to be very soon in the next four, five, six weeks, we would be ready to be even stronger and provide even better customer service. And to, we will have developed some new way of working that will help our customers, that will help our industry to be better, to, to, to remain a strong industry. Well, that's fantastic. I love that when you just said it's just now a time to stop and think. And I think that's what everyone is trying to do. And at the end of this, I know that we'll all come out stronger and wiser and hopefully more compassionate moving forward. Thank you very much for your time today. Greatly appreciate it. All the best to you and everyone at Santa Club. And we'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day.